All right, everyone. Welcome to episode 64 of the B-Team podcast. Ben, how you been, buddy? I'm good, man. Just got back from Orlando today. Uh, my legs, my calves especially, um, are toast. So, other than that, we're good. I'm really not, though. I mean, it used to be, dude, when we were little, like, we could go. I never remember getting tired now. We were there for three days. I don't think I could have done another one. Dude, I get tired I had, sitting on my couch. I would have had to have had a motorized scooter. It was it was bad. I used to think the motorized scooters that you saw like grocery stores and stuff were so cool. Oh yeah, you don't still. Well, like now I just see it. I'm like, can't use that. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want the stigma that comes with that. Yeah, well, I was this close to you. I went to Disney World. Doesn't help too, like. Can we talk about strollers for a minute? Wait. Is there something you want to tell us, Ben? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, in Disney World, everybody with little kids has strollers, and they use them as weapons of mass destruction, Busby. <laughs> Imagine, like, 10,000 people all trying to go to the same area in a confined space, and half of them have a wheelbarrow in front of them. Is the child in the stroller or not? Some, yeah, sometimes yes, sometimes no. They are just wheeling and dealing that bad boy. Round corners, back of your, back of your calves. If you round a corner, it'll catch one in the shin. They have no regard for anybody. Do they at least apologize? No, dude. <laughs> Nobody at Disney World apologizes. <laughs> It's a doggy dog world out there, man. I looked at Katie like halfway through the first day. I was like, are we the only ones here with eyeballs? Like everybody's just walking in front of everybody, cutting everybody off, stepping on somebody, pushing somebody. Happiest place on earth, my dude. Also, speaking of, you were like, do you have something to tell us about kids? Like Disney World gives you, as somebody without kids, both extremes. At one point, you see this like little kid and they see Mickey Mouse or some princess and they're like eyes light up. Like, oh my gosh. It's like, oh my God, it's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then 30 seconds later, they're all screaming their heads off nonstop because you took their popcorn away from them. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, kids seem like the ultimate like risk risk reward thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like bipolar everywhere. <laughs> uh, completely different like locale, I know. It's not the same thing. Um, the way you describe Disney World is the way I describe Publix to people. I can't, like, at least at my local Publix, I get stopped behind the oldest, slowest person every single, oh. single time I go. Oh, yeah. But at least you can leave, you can, like, go around them. No, who, dude, this Publix in East Nashville is tiny. It's well, tiny. I need you to go to Disney World and I want to get your thoughts on strollers. I don't think they should be allowed. Okay. If you have a kid, I mean, you have to carry him. Oh, see, no. Why? You're you already talking about being sore and tired. You didn't even have a child with you. That's true too. Because then I was looking at all of them too, and as they got older, and if, even the ones that didn't have a stroller, the parents' backpacks—they had like oh. six water bottles, fourteen popcorn dispensers all these ziploc bags uncrustable sunscreen i'm like oh my. they could have survived in the wilderness for two weeks with that thing but then you get you get the dad strength at that point like True. that's what that is yeah dude those, there were dads just throwing kids up on their shoulders carrying 14 things pushing a stroller it does make you respect what our parents did more yeah but we were perfect i'm sure i'm sure that we weren't causing any of these issues I have been told otherwise. <laughs> the other thing I was, I was jealous of is they get all those snacks. So like you can just reach into your backpack and point, pull out like a PB&J or some applesauce. Or... I miss the days whenever you were just like, mom, I'm hungry. And bam, lunch yeah. fruit snacks were in your face. Yeah, fruit snacks, a Lunchable. I didn't have to go Teddy buy Grahams. them. Yeah, dude, they're just magically appear and uncrustable. A couple just... of Oreos. Yeah. All right. Well, it's good to be back. Yeah, I'm glad you made it back in one piece. How was? Did you at least have like a fast pass, anything like that? Like. Oh yeah, I mean, you pay for it. Under that, for everything, man. I have you been pay. to Disney World, <laughs> dude. It's changed so much. You pay for everything now. 
just microtransaction after microtransaction. It's all in the app, dude. But yeah, it was really fun. I need Glad to go back. Know. I haven't seen the second part of Harry Potter World since it's been finished. That's universal. I've only seen, yeah, I've only seen the Islands of Adventure side. Um, and oh. I haven't seen Star Wars, Star Wars World oh. or Land or whatever it is yet. Galaxy's Edge, it's awesome. Yeah. They also have a new Guardians of the Galaxy ride in Epcot. Oh, that's sick. It's awesome. Never seen the movie, but the ride's awesome. Oh, you would actually like the movie. Yeah, the movie. The it's a it's like roller coaster. It's really fun. Roller coaster. I was literally just thinking in my head. <laughs> All right, we gotta talk some football, Ben. It is rivalry week extravaganza. <laughs> I can't say the word. You know that. <laughs> it's what now? Rivalry week. <laughs> I don't. I've never had a problem pronouncing my R's. I just can't say rivalry. 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 It's rivalry week. Oh, I almost messed up. Mm. It's rivalry week. There we go. All right. First of all, we got to recap last week. This on paper was one of those weeks where you looked at it, you're like, eh, not that great of a slate. And then, as you texted me on Saturday repeatedly. You find out no one's good. Nobody is good. So, dude, I was well. First of all, I was in Disney World, so like, it was really hard. Like, I wasn't able to watch anything, obviously, until like, I watched some of the night games. I was just like check, kept refreshing my score app. I was like, yeah. "What is going on?" Well, you, the early games were, I think, more interesting in that they had like the higher ranked teams that almost lost. The problem is that they almost lost. Like, the chaos didn't happen until later on in the day. I think one of the lamer things in college football is that you always have a couple games a year where it's like it looks like the favored team, significantly favored team, is going to go down. And then at the very end, they do something stupid and win. And I thought this was going to be the week for us. Um, so let's just hop on into it. Michigan beat Illinois 19-17 on a last-second field goal. Uh, Illinois – got i mean their entire game plan is conservative but it seemed like they got extra conservative at the end um like quorum did get hurt in this game i know you missed that yeah don't know I mean, about his status for saturday yeah the only play of this game i saw was the controversial one. Oh, it was not a controversy at all it was a pick play it didn't get terrible. called <laughs> yeah it was the like, if you just looked up pick play in the dictionary, Merriam-Webster's has got that picture plastered there. It was like the um, touchdown Clemson had to beat Alabama that year in the national championship with mm-hmm. uh, Hunter Renfro. <laughs> They're on yeah. the like, two-yard line, and they just ran, like, the most blatant pick play ever. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Um, and Burt was hot. <laughs> Old Brett was hot on Saturday. I would have been, too. Um, man. That's bull. But – yeah, Michigan squeaked out a win, nineteen seventeen. JJ McCarthy, not good. I don't know how else to describe it. He's uh, without Blake Corum, that team is uh, not going to be great. But they won, and they set up a big week in this week because Ohio State also squeaked by. I say squeaked; they ended up winning by two scores, but uh, it was in the balance there for a little bit. They beat Maryland forty-three to thirty. I don't know if either one of these teams are good. Nobody's good, Busby. <laughs> It's all I don't know. George's good. Are they? I have no oh, you idea. Said you don't, oh, you say you don't know. I thought you said George yeah. is good. Yeah, dude. Nobody's good. Um, yeah, but I mean, at least we get undefeated versus undefeated. It gives us something. Get to see. Yeah, big noon kickoff is going to be awesome on Saturday. It's rivalry week. Um, rivalry. But yeah, both those games were, I wouldn't say shocking. I mean, the the Michigan game, I thought it would be closer than – we both said there was a ton of points when we saw the line. Um, I did take Michigan. And even with – I mean, that's just the thing with a Bielema team or an Illinois team. If they can stay in it for just a little while and if they can hold on to the ball, even if they don't score, they just get some first downs and it just wears on a team and they can just eat up time and the, and the other team just can't score that many points. So, uh yeah, I mean, I don't know that either game was very exciting to watch, but it was shocking, to say the least. Very boring game to watch, but 
if, hey, if you enjoy Big Ten football, that was the game for you. Um, Ohio State, Maryland was much more back and forth. Uh, Maybe too. Maryland, yeah, he looked pretty good until he got absolutely demolished on the last play of the game. Oh, he got killed. Um, oh yeah, uh, they had like a they had like time for one last drive, but they got the ball like the ten yard line or something. Like they were backed up. I can't remember what exactly happened, and the left guard just didn't block shit. And uh, yeah, baby Tua died. <laughs> the most exciting game of the day, man. This is the one that I was texting you about the most. Was TCU Baylor? Mm. Maybe the craziest finish I've ever like no one has gotten bailed out more than Sonny Dykes got bailed out on Saturday <laughs> yeah so, the, once again the only play I saw from this was the one you sent me which was the final play so TCU scored to go down two they went for two uh Max they Duggan did. had a guy open in the flat hit him in the hands and the guy just dropped it he would have walked in would have been tied ball game Baylor would have gotten the ball back with a chance to take the lead, win, whatever. As it stood, PC was down two. Baylor got very conservative. In fact, on the third down play, uh, Baylor's quarterback, Blake Chapin, had a guy open at the first down marker and just chose to run it and stay in bounds instead, not take that chance. Uh, not the brightest thing in the world, but TC ended up getting the ball back with like a minute and a half left. Got down to like the other 30 and ran the ball twice with no timeouts. Settling for like a 47 yard field goal where the kicker ran on the field, did not even get set up and just boomed it. It was awesome. But the cojones on that dude. <laughs> like it was right down the middle, too. Yeah, he drilled it. Um, Made me very jealous. I mean, hindsight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We did make a kick three times in a row against Auburn. Um, yeah, shut up, Massimo. Massimo. Uh, she was insane. Oh, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But in that situation where Baylor gets the ball and goes super conservative, obviously they get a first down, it ends anything. But like TCU not getting the two point conversion there almost hurts them because then they play conservative mode as opposed to trying to push and get a field goal. Does that make sense? Because then yeah. TCU, if they get the ball, is just going to probably run the clock out and play for overtime. Like, in that scenario. This was a really weird game, too, where it looked like both like whoever had the ball last was going to score. Granted, that's what ended up happening. But there was, like, a pretty decent chunk of time where there was a lull in scoring. So it went from, like, a super high-scoring back-and-forth game to Baylor, like, super in control. And then all of a sudden, bam, TCU won. I still haven't figured out how. Again, I still don't think TCU's that good, but here they are. There you have Iowa State this weekend, and then whoever in the Big Twelve Championship They're game. They're playoff so, bound, man. I think so too. I don't does the Big Twelve Championship game even matter at this point? As long as you beat Iowa uh, State. I think they have to win that. I would think. Do they? I mean, I don't know. The Pac twelve kind of Well, no, USC won. Yeah, you're relying on USC there. So you got Michigan, Ohio State. Michigan or Ohio State. We're going to get to this talk. Anyway. But I do think yeah. they have to win out. The shocker of the day, Ben. This was funny because uh, I know you weren't on social media Saturday and no one's on social media as much as I am for the most part. <laughs> the big running gag after the TCU game was this team would get beat by 30 by Tennessee. Uh, and then Tennessee ended up getting beat by 30 by South Carolina. So six touchdowns from Spencer Rattler put on their heads. I watched some of this game because this was a night game. And we were back in the room. So I turned this on because Katie did not want the Ole Miss game on TV. So I put on this game. And we're going to get to that too. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it officially does not feel like 98 oh my gosh Buzzy. <laughs> they got 63 put on them by beamer ball they ran out of fireworks after, for the touchdowns 
they made fun of Shane Beamer for that meme. You remember last yeah. year whenever <laughs> he got that stop on like third down or whatever? And yeah. Granted, it's ridiculous to be celebrating down 38, but it, it had to be the perfect little bit of irony. And last Dude, week and we were talking about how we need to have the talk about Shane Beamer and that he goes out funny. and beats Tennessee by 25. Yeah, you're a, you're a more of a Beamer hater than me, but uh, I mean, that team is very good. So they just beat Tennessee. They go sixty three. You do that's crazy. Um, the funny thing is that day we were in Magic Kingdom, and I was walking around. And I saw a ton of people with Tennessee sweatshirts and like Tennessee stuff on, and I saw a couple with South Carolina stuff because it's Thanksgiving break, so a lot of people are there. A lot of people were wearing their. It was Saturday, so they're wearing their team stuff. I was not wearing mm-hmm. Mississippi State, by the way. Um. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, South Carolina, Tennessee. I was like, oh, Tennessee's going to beat the shit out of them later tonight. And then <laughs> I didn't see a single piece of Tennessee uh, stuff the next two days. I thought Tennessee minus 22 was free money. That was my key pick in my pool. You get one game. That was a key pick, and I picked them as my key pick. And then Hooker did tear his ACL in this game. It did yeah, not rip. look good. Uh Hendon Hooker's awesome, too. Like, that was so unfortunate. Now they're just relying on – Joe Milton came in and did what Joe Milton does, and that's throw the ball a 1,000 miles an hour no matter where the receiver is. Super fun to watch unless you're a Tennessee fan. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, – oh, have you seen the longest yard? Yeah. With the little guy. I know he doesn't throw it 100 miles per hour, but just how he's like <laughs> – and just like slam yeah, it like Brucey, that. Brucey, Brucey's yeah. time to shine. <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Uh, it reminds me of the old Gus Malzahn quote whenever he was talking about Jeremy Johnson. Do you remember Jeremy Johnson? <laughs> the legend of Jeremy Johnson. Whenever he uh, he said he could throw it through a car wash and the ball not get wet. I'm like, that's cool, but like, what if he hits the side of the car wash? <laughs> There's been so many of those guys, like TJ Finley, Jeremy Johnson, like just that. Dude, Dude if you just look at TJ Finley like in pads, you're like, that's the greatest football player of all time. And then you figure out he stinks. <laughs> TJ Finley really does stink, by the way. <laughs> He's bad, dude. I kind of enjoy watching Joe Milton play because it's just like a box of mystery. <laughs> a mystery box. <laughs> oh, this is a quick thing. Uh, shout out Colts Let. Wait. Not Colts legend. Was it Colts legend? Jack Kelly? Jack Kelly? He was a Colts legend. Yeah, he won like some. Yeah, the Grey Cup. Yeah. Yeah, the Canadian Football League Championship. Is this a Saskatchewan? Colts legend, Chad Kelly. Congrats. I, I That guy can burn in hell. <laughs> I'll never forget Katie. <laughs> Katie was on campus when he was there, obviously. And she said he was walking across, like, I don't know what they call their. <laughs> Whatever in campus, kind of like the drill field. Quad. And uh, she said it just looked like a cereal box with legs. <laughs> and he's just like a big rectangle. <laughs> with his, he, he suffers from the uh, uh, the Tom Cruise tooth problem. You know, Tom Cruise has a tooth yeah, like in the middle of his face, except yeah. it's with his eye. Yeah, his eyes are just—it's just his eyes are literally off. They're like yeah. not level. Yeah, he's like if he if he he couldn't play. LeVar Burton from Star Trek because his eyes would be out the top and the bottom of the little ring thing. It's like if you somebody needs to uppercut him on one side of his jaw that has lower eye, so it would like Yeah. Reconfigure. We we do we need to do a ranking of like hated Ole Miss athletes one day because him and Marshall Henderson are oh, up there. Marshall Henderson's number one by far. No Sorry, one has ever no one has ever thought that someone was cooler than Ole Miss fans thought Marshall Henderson was cool because he scored a couple buckets in basketball. Bo Wallace is up there. Mm. At least Bo Wallace oh. gave us the Wallacing thing. Yeah, that was fun. Um, Kim Dietschy. Didn't oh, like Kim Dietschy. Uh, what's his name? Metcalf. Was he the yeah. one? And A.J. Brown, honestly. Um, I mean uh, – uh, Elijah Moore was the one that got the penalty. No, we like we like him because um, who was the asshole that broke Nick Fitz's uh, ankle and then landed on a fumble and waved at the camera? Oh my God, what's his? Oh. He like couldn't spell his own name, but Ole Miss fans worshipped him. 
Tugwood. Yeah, never mind. Um, what's his freaking name? Brandon something. No, Breland. Breland speaks. Breland speaks. It's Breland speaks. Yeah. I hate that he's up there too. I hate. Yeah, too. he sucks. All right, we've gotten sidetracked again. We have plenty of time in the second half of the podcast to hate on all this. Uh, the big game. Well, there was two big games in the Pac-12, but the first of which was the Battle of LA, USC and UCLA. USC won forty-eight to forty-five, and they are now basically the lone hope for the Pac-12 to get in the playoff this year. You are only this be the first Pac-12 team. Would this be the first Pac-12 team since twenty sixteen Washington? Uh, I mean, unless Oregon snuck in there. It's got to be. Yeah. Did you watch any of this game? No. A lot of fun. No defense whatsoever. Oh, actually, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I watched, like, a uh, little of the first half. I was switching between it and Tennessee. I think after this game, Caleb Williams jumped to second in Heisman odds. Yeah, he looked good when I was watching. Uh, he is good. Their defense just is atrocious. Lincoln Riley, baby. <laughs> Uh, and then Oregon beat Utah. Bo, Wall- or Bo Wallace. Bo Nix did play. Oregon won 20-17. to 17. So that sets up a USC and Oregon championship game for the Pac-12. Yeah, I mean, USC, yeah, Oregon maybe could sneak in. Maybe. It would take no, a lot, no. There's no way. Why? Why? Two losses? Because they would have, oh well, yeah, Georgia. I mean, they probably they probably put a Ohio State or Michigan. LSU would be ahead of them if LSU beat yeah. Georgia. Ohio State, and Michigan, both, regardless of what happens, would be ahead of them. TCU would be ahead of them with one loss. Clemson would probably be ahead of them. Bama, uh, Bama, Tennessee. If Tennessee wins, might still be ahead of them too. Yeah, true. That Washington loss, mm, tough. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Although Washington has a chance to win 10 games for the first time since I believe that 2016 team. That team got smoked in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it uh, Jake Browning? Was that the quarterback? He was there for a decade. And then the last game we have to talk about, Ben, Ole Miss traveled to Fayetteville and immediately got down 42-6. to Choo-choo. Chugga 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 chugga. Oh, uh, you think those players were um, uh, distracted? Perhaps, maybe the coaching staff was distracted. Yeah. Maybe another fan base was looking at that game, wondering if they had their next guy lined up. Or... <laughs> uh, it was a stinky, stinky game. They still put uh, up like seven hundred yards of offense too. That was a crazy thing. Like, was it? I don't know. I mean, if you look on Twitter or any social media, the refs cost them the game. Um, I repeat again, they were down forty-two to six. I didn't. Yeah, I can't. I didn't watch any of the game, so I have no idea. All I know is it's suspicious. It's real suspicious when that kind of thing happens. I mean, losing to Arkansas, I mean, that's just what Ole Miss does. They haven't um, beaten Arkansas in Fayetteville since 08. Yeah, that's just what they do. Also, it's freezing, but like to lose like that, <laughs> it just raises suspicions. Then, with all the comments with him not saying anything, him saying a lot of stuff without saying anything, it's just. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he. He has this extension offer on his desk. Like he could, you know, just quell See, that's my thing. Like, but... listen to me, Ole Miss fans. Like, don't like Ole Miss, but let's be real. Mississippi State, we're gonna have to play him if he's at Auburn, whether he's at Ole Miss. Don't really care that much. Would it be funny? Sure, but I don't really care. But look, the man said that he wanted that NIL was a big deal. Y'all have raised a butt ton of money to put in the NIL. Y'all gave him a crazy contract extension that's gonna make him very well paid. Sitting on his desk, and nothing's happened. Hey, let's put our big boy thinking caps on. Maybe that means he's not going to be there. 
They like really I, have appeased that dude in every way that they can. Yeah, I mean, like, and all he's done them. is post a couple funny memes. <laughs> yeah, it's like good for them. Like they want their guy; they're doing everything that he wants and like putting it on the table for him. And the fact that he's not signing that right here and right now, not doing what Dan Lanning did and say, "I want to be here. This is where I'm going to be." It's like it's the same. I mean, we did it to a much lesser degree. Like you texted me earlier with Dan Mullen that year. Like he would not come out and say he was leaving or anything like that, but he just kind of did a lot of wishy-washy stuff. Um, it was pretty obvious by the end of the year that Dan Mullen was not going to be back. Right, and so we're kind of trending in that direction. And and to me, I'm like, like Lane Kiffin, what is he gaining if he is staying at Ole Miss by not saying anything? He's losing his fan base. <laughs> he's losing his players. He's losing games. Like, what are you gaining? We also – he talked. To, he he had that tweet yesterday. He's like, "Oh, this is news to me." Like talking yeah, bad about John Sokoloff's reporting. Hey, you know how to make sure that doesn't happen? Do what Elijah Drinkwitz did, and do what uh, we didn't put this on the on the agenda tonight. But do what uh, uh, Stoops, Mark Stoops did, and sign your goddamn extension. It's really not that hard. If you're staying, yeah. then stay. Don't post this funny stuff. Like, I I might sound hypocritical because we dealt with this with Dan forever, but Dan stayed for nine years, so I don't know if I'm being hypocritical or not. But that has to be annoying to deal with as a fan base, right? Oh yeah, it's distracting. Like you're just getting you're just getting dragged along whenever the solution is very easy, like sign the extension or don't yeah. leave. It's especially frustrating when, like Ole Miss has done, they've done everything that he wanted. Like they've up the NIL, they've put gave him a huge extension. They he can do whatever he wants. Like they're putting it on the table, and for him to still do this, like to me, it's like if you don't want to be here, go. Like I'd rather yeah. you not be the coach for the Egg Bowl if I was on this. I'm like just go, because at this point, it's just causing way too much uproar. Uh, so I think he's rumor going to is that yeah, I think he's going somewhere. Mm. The the predominant thought is Auburn. I think Auburn too, but I think the chances of him being the head coach at Ole Miss next year are extremely low at this point. I agree, and I mean, not because that's that's not me Ole Miss hating. That's just like how he's playing it. It's it's using it's using your noggin, Ben. If he wanted yeah. to be at Ole Miss next year, he'd sign the extension. Yeah, he this would have been done a week ago. Um, we did just have the new playoff rankings come out. I'm gonna go through the top ten uh, for you. Ben. Oh yeah, live. Live. Yeah. So, no surprise, we have Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU in the top four. Five uh, is the LSU Tigers. Wow. USC moves to six, Alabama seven, Clemson eight, Oregon nine, Tennessee ten. Dang. Penn what State about- right on the outside looking in at 11. USC behind LSU, huh? Yep. Yep, That's USC strange. behind LSU. Well, it makes it easier if LSU somehow beats Georgia. They can just move LSU in. Well, I know, but it just doesn't make – they have two losses. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, who is US, I – mean, I guess USC's best win is UCLA, right? Who is ranked 18 now. They do play number 15, Notre Dame. By the way, Notre Dame being ranked 15. That's uh, crazy. We are a Notre, we are a Notre That's Dame crazy. Podcast. That's crazy. We are a Notre Dame podcast, and I do like the University of Notre Dame, but they lost to Marshall. You lost at home. You lost at home to Marshall. Like, how are Stanford? you 15? And Stanford. We're a Stanford team in a decade. That's crazy. Um, We're stayed on there. Uh not. <laughs> Where's on this? 20. Mm. The highest ranked group of five is Tulane at 19. Good for Tulane. Yeah, but we really need to expand the playoff to get one group of five team in every year. Is that the reasoning? No, no, but that is part of the qualifiers, right? Isn't the highest ranked group of five going to make the playoff every Mm. year? Sure, I don't know. But, yeah, usually, I mean, they'll be in the top 12, usually. All right. That's interesting. I, I I really don't want LSU in the playoff, man. I don't think they're going to get there. I think Georgia's, I mean, better. So, 
So play with their food, man. Will Levis stinks, by the way. He stinks. He stinks. That guy stinks. By the way, the Colts went song for the fourth time this year, this weekend. Not good. <laughs> they went song for the fourth time this weekend. Cause you got you got calls. You want me to get uh, what's his name on the phone? I Parks? I will I will drive up to Indianapolis and talk to Jeff Saturday myself. Like you cannot let this happen. I could probably get a hold of Parks Frazier number right now. I'm in. Give me Parks number. <laughs> hey Parks, I know you don't know us. But we have this podcast. We've done like sixty plus episodes. Listen to my. We friend. have seven listeners. <laughs> you want to be? They're ready? all they're all clamoring for you to not draft Will Levis. Can you let my my friend Busby call one play? What would it be? Flea flicker. <laughs> no, Jonathan Taylor halfback draw. It's probably the best play they got. A flea flicker would be Matt Ryan dies every Sunday anyway. He would for sure die on the flea flicker. They, they can't would, block long enough. For he would that. he would be hit before they tossed it backwards. Yeah, they would Handing intercept the, ball the flea flicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Heisman odds. It's down to three, right? Uh-huh. Stroud, Corum, uh, Caleb Williams. I still think that the winner of the Ohio State-Michigan game gets it. How many do you think they only invite those three? Yeah. Yeah, I do. They need to invite Hendon Hooker. It would be nice for them to invite Hendon Hooker, but I don't know if they will. Can we be honest? I'd take Bryce Young over all those dudes. Oh, absolutely. Bryce Young's the best player in the country. Yeah. What he's right. doing, what he's doing for that god awful Alabama team. You think if Bo Nick, if they had beaten Washington, you think Bo Nix is up there? That's crazy. For the people at home, I'm nodding my head, yes. That's crazy. Uh, if I mean Drake May might have gotten there had he not lost to Georgia Tech this weekend. Yeah, that guy's really good, huh? Yeah. Well, Is he, he didn't throw senior? touchdown passes. No, he's a freshman. <laughs> Wasn't he somewhere else? No. <laughs> Why didn't I think Drake May was transferred from somewhere? Live reaction to the playoff. I just got a text from a friend. Committee tipped their hand tonight. LSU wins out, and they're in. Well, yeah. I mean, that was always now, – it didn't matter if they were at six or five, if they went out. See, if we record on Tuesdays, what happens? We get the flea flow and information. He – yeah, I mean. We get Wait, to how hear is the this voice man, of Drake he, May, a freshman when he's 20 years old? Uh, Redshirt freshman? Do you remember the his name parent, Luke May? Guess his dad's name. Uh, Blake May, Mark May. Oh, <laughs> shout out college football final. Bring back college football finals, <laughs> Mark. I'm just telling you. I don't. I don't know if this team is that good or not. <laughs> I swear, they think Doctor David used to be. Reese, let me tell you. I think you're starting to find our team. They've got the stuff to go all the way this year. <laughs> We're going off the rails so early. Oh, gosh. Uh, no, you remember Luke May? He hit that shot against Kentucky in the Elite Eight. Oh, Sweet yeah, 16 yeah. to get to the Elite Eight. One of the two. Uh, that's his cousin. How did UNC get a four-star quarterback? It's crazy. I mean, they, they've had a really good recruiting class, basically, ever since uh, Matt Brown got there. Sam Howe, I think, <laughs> was a four-star. Trey May's good. I don't know why I thought yeah. he was. Why did I think he was the? He used to be a backup at Clemson. I don't know why. Did they have a Drake? Anyways, continue. Uh, I feel like Clemson has a four or five star backup that transfers every year to like a random school. That I was like, oh, what about him? Oh, yeah, they have like totally. a Hunter Johnson or something. Remember the guy uh, in between Kelly Bryant. Stole my freaking trivia question. <laughs> I was gonna say the guy between Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, who tra- ended up transferring to Mizzou. Yeah, I think he Shut visited up. Mississippi State. 
Yeah, he did. Maybe we wrong about that. Did no, we? we yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that? We were that's like not when we top. had Costello. It was twenty seventeen. Okay, so that would have been Dan or uh, Joe Moorhead. Whenever he brought, he brought his boy from Penn State in. Twenty seventeen. Twenty. Yeah, something like that. Because Bama. Anyways, it doesn't matter. We're talking about random stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Let's get to some news and notes here before we wrap up the first half of this. Vanderbilt won a second SEC game. Is it time to shift the focus from, hey, Sam Pittman, hey, Shane Beamer, what you doing? To, hey, Bill and Napier, what you doing? Uh, his first year, he, he gets passed. Okay. Well, um, that in shambles. And then that is true. He didn't recruit very well, but uh, they still have more. By the way, is there a more overrated player in college football than Anthony Richardson? Oh, yeah. We were victims of it week one as well. <laughs> we said he was really good. He's getting first-round love, too. Who's more overrated, him, Will Levis, or Zach Arnett? Oh, okay, Zach actually, Zach Arnett's actually yeah, good. Yeah, he's actually good. Yeah, we like Zach Arnett. We just hate the narrative around Zach Arnett. Um, if you think relative to draft, like positioning, Will it's Will Levis. Yeah, but yeah. Andy Richardson should not touch the first round. No. Um, and then the last. A... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go for it. Um, it's not a good comparison. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, what's his name from Auburn? Won a national championship. Uh, Nick won a national championship. Or no, you think of Nick Marshall? He played for a national championship. Nick Marshall, yeah, lost to Florida State, right? Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I wrote down here, Ben, Bedlam happened Saturday, um, and just no one cared. I heard Gundy don't miss. By the way. He's probably just using it like he does every year to get another raise out of Oklahoma State. That dude ain't – he's not leaving. <laughs> so. All right. That's going to wrap us up for the first half. Stick with us for the break. We have 15 games to pick and oh, a little God. NFL to talk. So, we'll see how that goes. Ben is already worried. Yep, I'm stressed. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the second half of this B-Team podcast episode. Before we hop into all of our picks this week, we do have some NFL stuff to talk about. It's really just one game, biggest game of the week, Ben. Your parentheses, yeah. question mark, close parentheses. They Cowboys. are my team. They are my team. You know this. Don't don't be like this. You beat the Vikings by uh, one to a, a lot of points. Dude, oh, my God. I watched some of this game Sunday night. Um, pray for Coke Cousins. That dude. Remember what we were talking about? I was scared about Trayvon Diggs versus Justin Jefferson. Turns out it doesn't matter whenever Kirk Cousins can't throw in the ball. Yeah, Michael Parsons is a freak of nature. Yeah, our defensive line was being was crazy too. I mean, I don't know if their offensive line is bad or if we just saw something. I don't know, but that was brutal. That CBS had to take away or switch to a different game because it was that bad. Couldn't do anything on offense. Your boy, Tony Pollard. I've been telling Tony Pollard's better than Zeke. I mean, I've said it too. We've all said it. It's been painfully obvious for everyone that's not Cowboys fans to realize. I think Cowboys fans know that too. Like you said last week, there's two people that don't realize that. It's actually probably one person, and the other person is his little puppet. So. But I'm thinking maybe now then I mean Zeke did have two touchdowns. Granted, they were both one touchdown. Yeah, they were both goal line carries. Yeah. But Tony but, Pollard is Zeke is now um goal line back. Mike Tolbert. Yeah. Yeah, he's goal line. Congrats, back. you're Mike Tolbert. Tony Pollard, that's like 65 yard touchdown catch. He's insane, man. What a first of all, what a perfectly thrown ball. And then I mean the catch and the run. I mean so good. Yeah, Cowboys look good right now. I mean, I'm sure they'll – somehow that Packers loss still head-scratching, but uh, the Bucks lost week one 
was bad too. Memphis, Memphis has had a string of really good running backs recently. Gibson, Pollard. Uh, Daryl Henderson, who got released today, I believe. Yeah, but he had like weird. 1,900 yards uh, at Memphis. Kenny Gainwell. Oh, um, yeah, Gainwell. I forgot about him. I think Daryl Henderson's from Batesville, Mississippi. Hmm. He would go to South Panola? He, either that or – yeah, it would have had to go to South Panola, I guess. Fun fact, Katie, student taught at South Carolina. <laughs> really? We used to play him in football and baseball every year. Soldier Boy also went to Soldier Boy is from Batesville, Mississippi. They go to South Nola. Shout out Soldier Boy. You. Anything else NFL related that we need to talk about? I don't think so. Uh, and we got a bunch of games Thursday. That are, yes. That'll be fun. Three I did games, not put any of those down. I Bills, Lions. Have. Bills, Lions. The Lions won um, three in a row now. Yeah, and the Bills looked okay last week. I don't. I'm still worried about Josh Allen. Um, but you got Bills, Lions. You got Giants, Cowboys, and Patriots, Vikings. No, oh, that's gonna be a stinker on NBC. Vikings. Vikings are only two and a half point favorites. Yeah, because it's primetime Kirk Cousins. Yeah. You want to add those three to our to our picks? The cow sure. The Cowboys are nine point favorites. Nine and a half. And, and the Bills are not nine and a half point with that's yeah. kind of crazy too. Yeah. The Giants, no, the, the Giants have the been real frauds. The biggest fraud are they? seven three team. What are the Jets now? Um, worse than yeah. Zach Wilson yeah. also stinks. He's probably not starting this week. Yeah, they're six and four. Dolphins seven and three. Titans seven and three. Cowboys, Giants, Bills, and Ravens are all seven and three. One of those teams is not like the others, Busby. <laughs> it's fair because I would take the 49ers who we just saw play last night over them. They're at six and four. I would take. Let's see. Let's the Commanders are six and five. I think they're better. Patriots are six and four. I'm thinking the NFC. Uh, the Bengals are six and four. Okay, NFC. Um, yeah. I mean, the NFC just sucks in general. Sure. The Bengals Titans game this weekend could be fun. Chargers are five and five. All right. So, pick time. <laughs> pick time. So we have eight. And these are now. all, huh? Do you want to do those? Sure. Okay. Not really, but sure. It's a yes or no question. I think we're going to go the same on all of them, but sure. Okay. If we go the same on all of them, we'll just cross it up. All right. All rivalry games, rivalry week extravaganza part two. I'm down nine games. Just get that out of the way. You're down, you're down nine, unfortunately, for you. The first game on the list, Ben, and these are in chronological order besides the Egg Bowl. The Egg Bowl is last. We will discuss that last, even though this is – that will be the game that takes place first out of all of these. Um, first one on the list, Ben, Arizona at Arizona State. I don't know what they call this one. Battle for the desert. The dry heat bowl. Uh, Arizona is a four-point favorite. Yeah, they look good recently. Outside of us playing them, I couldn't tell you anything about them. They beat UCLA. But I could tell you more about them than I could Arizona State. <laughs> and for that reason and that only reason only, I'm going to Arizona. <laughs> it is robbery. Forks up, dog. Yeah, I'll take this. I'll take the Sun Devils. Why well, not? Fun fact, I worked slash work currently with two people that went to Arizona State. Are they nice people? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm riding with them. NC State at North Carolina. North Carolina is a six and a half point favorite coming off of a loss to Georgia Tech. You like that uh, six and a half though, but I do like the six and a half. Uh, I NC State is 
railing right now. I don't think they're very good. Although it's not like North Carolina played particularly inspired <laughs> football last week. Uh, it doesn't matter. We're going with the best jerseys in the sport. We're going North Carolina. Minus six and a half. I'll take the oh. wolf pack. I'll take the wolf pack. Just got to keep it within six, boys. Florida at Florida State. Florida State is a nine and a half point favorite. I look at this line, Ben, and I say, wow, that's a lot of points in a rivalry game. I also look at this line and say, wow, Florida sucks mon- monkey balls. I am going Florida State minus nine and a half. I mean, I want to take my Seminoles, but I'm taking Florida. Dude, I, I'm probably just going to take opposite everything and just hope. Hope. Just stupid. This what always bites me in the butt, but I'm doing it. Michigan at Ohio State, the game, big noon kickoff. Ohio State's a seven and a half point favorite. I'll take Michigan plus seven and a half. Yeah, I think I actually I like Ohio State here. Uh, I think they avenge last year's loss. I think they try to run the score up if they can, especially if Quorum's out. I mean, I don't know what Michigan can do. So, I I don't feel great about either one of these teams, Benjamin. I don't either. I'm trying to talk myself into it. South Carolina at Clemson. Clemson minus 14 and a half. If this was minus 13 and a half, I would take Clemson. It is not, so I will take South Carolina. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points, Busby. There's a lot of points, and you know Dabo cares about the rivalry game. Yeah, I'll go Clemson. They run out of magic last week. They used it all up against Tennessee, which is good for them. They very well could have. Um, but I don't think Clemson is very good either. So That's fair. Louisville at Kentucky. Kentucky is a three-point favorite. Again, Louisville's ranked. I don't know if either one of these teams are any good. No one's good, Ben. Yeah, nobody's good. Why is no one good? Kentucky minus three. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to take Louisville, I guess. Oh, God. Now I've got to ride with freaking Will Levis. Again, I said his you don't right. have to. <laughs> yeah, I do. You do you you know that like Yeah, I know. We still have like 80 picks left. I know. Okay. I may I may go back and change some of these picks now that I think about it. <laughs> or I'll change at, all the wrong ones. I'm not doing it. Uh it's not the civil conflict anymore, is it? <laughs> I think it is the civil conflict now. It used to be the civil war and they said that's bad. Uh Oregon at Oregon State. Oregon is a three point favorite. I'm pretty sure win or lose, Oregon goes to the Pac-12 championship game. Oregon State, sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> I'm going to take Oregon minus three. Although it's dumb to bet on Bo Nicks. Give me the Beavers. The Beavs. Which means uh, Bo Nicks about to throw for seven touchdowns. <clears throat> the battle for Paul Bunyan's axe. Best trophy in college football. Minnesota at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll be damned if I bet Wisconsin to cover anything more than a point. <laughs> so, uh, give me Minnesota plus three-and-a-half. Yeah, I like. I actually was going to pick Wisconsin no matter what, so I'm taking them. They got the home. They're going to be jumping. Home team. Give me Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Jim Leonard might not be it. We have the old Oaken Bucket, Purdue at Indiana. Purdue is a 10-and-a-half-point favorite. A lot of points. Still a, I think there's still an outside chance that Purdue can win the Big Ten West. Sure. Uh, I don't I don't know what that – I don't know what all that entails. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't – 10-and-a-half is a lot of points. I don't think Purdue is very good, but I don't think Indiana's good at all. And quite frankly, it's more fun to root for Purdue. So I'll take Don't Purdue do minus ten and a half. All right, Purdue just went by ten. Come on. All 
I'm very confused by your strategy here. I, oh, I'm down nine games, Busby. We're all confused. The Iron Bowl, Auburn at Alabama. Bama's a 22-point favorite. That's a lot of points. I'm riding the Cadillac. He's got him playing yeah. inspired ball. <laughs> He's got the give program me, going in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, give me Bama. Roll tide, Paul. We're going to get this back on the right track. Can't let Cadillac Williams beat us again like 2003. Uh, the only one on here that's not a rivalry game. You could argue the next two aren't, but this one's definitely not. It's just fun. LSU at Texas A&M. Technically, they scored. I think they ended up with 19 against UMass. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm taking LSU. I'll take AM. I can see this being like a 10 to 3 game. Tennessee at Vanderbilt. I don't think they're going to checkerboard Randy anymore, like they talked about. Um, Spreads 14. A lot of points. Randy is playing well. Mm -hmm. Joe Milton is starting for Tennessee. Mm -hmm. The recipe is there, Ben. Season's over for Tennessee. They just lost their starting quarterback. Mm -hmm. But I say nay come out and they play inspired ball. No, man. Joe that, Milton leads them. <laughs> this stadium is going to be rocking all 20,000 of them. <laughs> I think Vanderbilt's playing Is playing there going to be a concert in town? What's the deal? <laughs> Probably. I'll take them to cover 14. This next one, Busby. You're Notre Dame fighting Irish at USC. We just flipped the script there. I'm not reading these anymore. I just I wanted to set you up for your Notre Dame team. Uh, USC doesn't beat anyone by more than three, so I'm going to take Notre Dame to cover. They're, yeah, I like USC minus five and a half. They're fighting for playoff now. I don't think this Notre Dame team's good, man. I know they're playing I better. I don't know if anyone's good. No one is good. We've already said that, but I think they cover. The Apple Cup. Washington at Washington State. Washington is a two-point favorite. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's the hard-hitting, hard-hitting analysis people come here for. <laughs> uh, I'll take Washington cover. Give me Washington State, I guess, man. Mike yeah, Leach. shocker. What do you even, what do you even te- what do you even tell me what you're taking? Like whenever maybe we're going the exact opposite of it. I hope we're going the same here. Uh, dogs, egg bowl, dogs plus two and a half. Mississippi State at Ole Miss. <laughs> uh, I just realized I wrote dickwads on the agenda. Yeah, you did. <laughs> dickwads minus two and a half. Um, yeah, dogs. Yeah, absolutely. Run them out of town. Chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it. Choo choo. Mike Leach has to win one, right? He has to. He's going to be in trouble if he doesn't. Mm, big trouble. All right. And then we get to the Thanksgiving Day NFL game spin. Bills at we Lions. We just talked about. Bills minus nine and a half. Yes. Um, I'll take the Lions to cover. Oh, okay. I like the Bills. Josh Allen, my boy. You just said you were worried about Josh Allen. You were speaking I out am- of both sides of your mouth tonight, sir. I am worried about him. Does that mean I think he can still beat the Lions by 10? Yes. Giants at Cowboys. He's also questionable. Yeah. I hope he plays. Dallas <laughs> minus nine and a half. Um, I still like Brian Dayball. I think he's really good. But, um, yeah, that Cowboys defense is too good. I'm taking the Cowboys to cover. Yeah. Yeah. If they do to them what they did to the Vikings, I mean, Daniel Jones – Yikes. And the Patriots at Vikings, Minnesota, minus two and a half. This is going to be just a slop fest of a game. Uh, Mac Jones stinks. Kirk Cousins stinks in prime time. 
this is dumb, but I'm betting on Kirk Cousins. I will take the Vikings minus yeah. two and a half. I just think they're the better team in general. I'll take the better team. Although Matthew Judon already has 13 and a half sacks. <laughs> so Kirk Cousins might die on Thursday night. But so we have 16 a, differences. Yeah, shocker. I'll be down. I could be down 25 games or up seven. We'll see. Imagine I'm up seven next week. Realistically, we'll split. No, the, whoa, whoa. it'll be we only have, the same we only have 15. Basketball. We only have 15 differences because we picked the same on state on this. Yes, yes, yeah, 15 differences. Right. Realistically, we'll split these in some way, shape, or form, and nothing will change, and you'll do the exact same thing next week to the same results and then the week after and then the bowl games and then the NFL playoffs that I give you and then lo and behold I win by 10 and you owe me a second jersey. You haven't even cashed in. I'm not worried about it. I'm playing with house money. <laughs> that is true. I'm holding it off to find out who the Colts next quarterback is going to be. <laughs> I go I'm ahead and you. order my Will Levis jersey now. Yeah, I'll buy you a Will Levis jersey. I won't even care if you ask that, me. Yeah, that, that'll just be that'll just be for fun. <laughs> no, it's been the mail. Would you tell me, or would I? Would it just show up at my doorstep one day? No, you would just. Yeah, I wouldn't tell you. That would be the cruelest thing you've ever done to me. <laughs> uh, quick wrapping up notes. F one last race was this weekend. Shocker, Max Verstappen won. I missed it. Yeah, darn. darn. You have like three months, four months until Drivers Vibe comes out. So good luck. Um, you could finish in like a weekend, but you won't. Um, Daniel Ricardo, sad, makes me Is he sad. Done? Well, he's so he's gonna be with Red Bull next year. He's gonna be the third driver. So you have three drivers. So you have a reserve. So like if somebody's sick or like something happens, like Haas did this year with Kevin Magnuson, he was their reserve driver, but the Russian guy. Massapin or whatever his name is, they canceled him because of the whole Russia thing, and he got to race. Um, he'll just be that third driver, so he'll likely make a return. He wants to make a return the next year, I think, um, as like a full time driver. But we'll see. But yeah, F one over. Uh, McLaren finished fifth in the constructors, which is sad. Alpine took fourth. Um, yeah, your Ferrari. Your Ferrari team finished with more poles, like 12 to 8 over Red Bull, but got slaughtered. Um, your boy Leclerc, though, did finish second in the Drivers' Championship. So he beat Perez by three points. Good. Did they finish second or third in the Constructors? Second. Yeah. Fuck Mercedes. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I'm God. pretty sure that's right. I'm pretty sure that's right. Are you going to maybe take back my F-bomb? Formula One Constructors. Yes, Ferrari finished second. Yeah. Mercedes, Alpine, McLaren. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Rebel dominated. Then it's Ferrari, Mercedes, then Alpine, McLaren, and the rest of them. All right, Ben, wrap up. You got any, th- any fun things you're doing for Thanksgiving? No, we'll be here um, hanging out. Um, I'll be watching the Egg Bowl in a separate room from Katie, as we always do. Um, hopefully the dogs win, but we'll see. Playing golf on Friday. Oh, that'd be fun. Over under 94 and a half. It'll be close. But probably mm. slightly over. I'm taking the under. I believe in my boy. We're playing at Kirkwood, and I'm. It's a pretty difficult course. I do know the course pretty well, though. At this point. So, taking the under. You have faith in me. It's bad whenever you're taking the under of ninety-four and a half. I'm like, oh yes, <laughs> Ben believes in me. <laughs> you got this. He's only going to shoot four triple bogeys today. Hey man, you've got it in you. I've seen your game. You got some birdies. You got some birdies in you. I think I birdied the first hole at your place. Yeah. And then I think I bogeyed everything from there on out. But either oh, well. way. 
All right, everyone. Thank you all for tuning in. We will be back next week, probably as little sad boys. Hopefully Don't not. Say that. Um, but yeah, until then, we'll see you later. Bye.